sometimes though projects just don't work out and you have to switch things up and in that case it's more of a gut check that you'll know within yourself if it's time to switch things up with your side project there won't be a box you can tick to be like well I learned this time to move on sometimes things don't work out and then you've got to decide what to do about it Welcome to Design Life, a show about design and side projects for motivated creatives. I'm one of your hosts, Charlie. And I'm your other host, Femke. I'm back. Woohoo! I uh, hope you all enjoyed last week's episode, or two weeks ago. We had a little break last week. The week before that, we had an awesome episode with you, Charlie, and Nathan Barry, which was really, really cool. If you haven't yet heard that, then go back and listen to it. It's a really good episode. But today, we're going to be talking about sunsetting a side project. So we talk a lot on this show about starting a side project and maintaining and and looking after and pushing your side project. But we thought that today we'd talk about what to do when it's time to sunset one. How do you stop? You know, what makes you decide to stop doing it and move on to something else? So we're going to talk about that today. But I feel like this episode really deserves a bit of a catch up between the two of us because I think it's been about maybe a month since you and I actually sat down and recorded an episode because I've been traveling. So how are you, Charlie? I've missed you. What's been going on? Tell us. I know it's so been so strange to not have our weekly like catch ups about each other's side projects and what's going on, you know, Mm -hmm. things with me. Well, I just posted a vlog about it the other day. Actually, I've been feeling kind of unproductive and lacking motivation lately. I think Well, to start with, I thought it was because I'd just come back from travel and whenever there's a break in your routine, it's always harder to get back into it, you know, but it's been lasting for like a month now. And so that's not cool. And I'm just trying to take little steps to get back into it. But yeah, I just feel like in general, I've been pretty exhausted and overwhelmed with all the things. I've had a few really good like side project wins though lately um some sponsorships for youtube have come through that i'm really excited about and that are cool super relevant to my brand and they're going to be really fun so that's exciting when those things happen without me like actually doing anything to get them <laughs> <laughs> that is <laughs> a benefit companies reached out to me yeah so that's been fun and i'm just trying to try- keep pushing along making the videos and making small steps towards other side project goals i have which are releasing that font that I talked about in the episode with Nathan. Oh yeah, so I heard about that's that. That's me, yeah. Is there a particular side project that you find you are lacking motivation on or, or just in general you're lacking motivation uh, for everything? I think it's just in general. Like it's not like, oh, I'm bored of this side project now. It's just in general I just feel really mm-hmm. tired these days and mm-hmm. been having trouble sleeping and just feeling stressed in general. So I think I need to get the old mental health in check and, you know, make sure everything's everything's good before I push too hard. Yeah, it's, it's funny because I kind of feel in, in the same position, but like like you said, you thought it was due to travel because you'd been away and you come back. I think that's where I am right now where I've just spent the last three and a half weeks traveling and now I'm back and I'm in this like jet lag slump and my motivation is basically below zero. And I mean after hearing you talk, I don't know, maybe mine's going to last longer than I think it is. Or maybe this is just because I've been traveling and and I might get over it within a week's time. But yeah, I I mean, definitely at the moment for me, I'm feeling a little low on the motivation side and I'm tired and, and jet lagged. And I mean, the last three and a half weeks of my travel, 
I've been really slacking on my side projects. My my travel was for work, so it was really a work trip, which, you know, when you travel for work, it's quite busy and quite hectic. And so yeah. side projects definitely took a, a back seat. So now that I'm back, I'm giving myself a week or so to just like, you know, recover, sort of find my footing again, see if I can get back into my routine and hopefully my motivation uh, will come back. But yeah, my my bullet journal. So I took my bullet journal with me on my travels, like being super optimistic, like, yeah, I'm still going to continue to get up at 6am. I'm going to write in my bullet journal and, and still work on side projects in the morning but none of that happened like at <laughs> all. I had never opened my bullet journal. I feel so bad about it. And so like, that's something that I have to get back into routine of as well. And, and you know, reform that habit of writing in my bullet journal every day. And yeah, so my last month has been weird schedule and now I'm back and trying to get back into things. That's totally understandable. And it's just a fact of life, you know, when you do exciting things like travel for work and, you know, go to freaking Mexico, Yeah, <laughs> your routine is going to be broken because that's not a thing that you do all the nope. time. And so, yeah, we just have to live with that. Try not to let your lack of motivation last as long as mine has, though. So I, I would recommend starting with very, very small things, mm-hmm. like even just writing down little things that you already know you're going to do that day in your bullet journal. We'll get the habit back up again. Yeah, that's good advice. Thanks. I'm going to try it. Nice. So today's topic stopping sunsetting a side project what side projects have you decided to sunset in the past and actually have there been any side projects that it wasn't a clear decision you know it just they ended up you it ended up and you're not Mm. doing them anymore like one day you were and a couple months later you noticed you weren't that sort of thing because I think there is a distinction between deciding to stop a side project and it just trailing off. Yeah. So the one that comes to mind for me, and I think I've mentioned it on this podcast is I used to have a cooking blog called Desired Cooking and I'm pretty sure it's still live. So if you go to desiredcooking.com, pretty sure it's still there. Let me know if it's not. Uh, But I, I did that blog when I was living with you, Charlie, in 2014, I think a few years ago now. And the reason I started that side project is I really loved cooking. I, I still do. I really like it as like a pastime and a hobby. And I I wanted to give blogging a go or have something that was like mine on the internet and something I could contribute to. This was kind of like the birth for me of of side projects, you know, like I wasn't doing anything on the side. I was just going to school and, and hanging out with friends. So I wanted something to kind of keep me challenged and motivated. And I thought, oh yeah, well, I like cooking and it's something that I have to do anyway. (laughs) So I may as well turn it into a thing. So I had this blog and I, you know, I cooked and took photos and made recipes and things like that. And I did it for about almost a year. And what actually ended up happening is like what, what you said, which I hadn't actually thought about before is it kind of naturally ended without me making that conscious decision. And now that I think back on it, what actually happened is I decided to move to the Netherlands. So this was back in New Zealand. And I suddenly just got really, really busy planning my move, as you do when you're moving Mm -hmm. like 18,000 kilometers away. And I got really caught up and carried in my move that naturally I just like almost basically forgot about this side project. And I was just so busy moving. And I moved and then... You know, I think I did have the intention to continue it, 
but I just never did. Like it kind of just naturally ended. And I think for a while, like maybe a good six months after moving, I still had this intention of my in my mind of like, oh, I'm going to pick it back up and I'm going to keep doing it. But I just never did. It just kind of ended naturally. And I, I don't know, like to me, I, I don't feel like it was a failure, first of all. I think sometimes we can get caught up thinking, oh man, like I... I quit or I stopped like that must mean I failed and and now I'm really embarrassed you know I don't think of it that way like it's still live if I was embarrassed by it I think I would have taken it down by now Uh, but yeah I don't know I miss it sometimes but also I kind of see it as like this introduction to this world of side projects that you know I, I now I'm heavily in love with and so I'm kind of grateful that I did it and also I don't feel sad that that I'm not doing it anymore. Like it feels right, you know? Yes, exactly. And I definitely don't think it was a failure for sure. 100%. (laughs) Like, thank you. It it, it was great content and it's still there, you know, providing recipes, even if you did decide to take it down, that doesn't, wouldn't have mean it's a failure. It was a thing that you did, you know, it was a thing you did and then you stopped. That doesn't, that doesn't mean it's failing. I don't think with side projects that once you start it, you're committing to it for the end of time, you know? No. Um, I think it's perfectly okay for, for things to end. And it makes total sense that a big life change, like moving overseas, is kind of what ended it for you because your situation changed and you had different things to focus on. And I don't know, perhaps Desired Cooking had served its purpose of giving you an outlet, you know, to to write blog posts Mm -hmm. write recipes share your cooking and start side project life yeah and because you'd already had that start from it and then you felt like it was time to move on to something else because I'm guessing that not long after you would have you know sunset desired cooking and moved to Amsterdam is when we started our podcast right because there was obviously lots of planning to happen before it actually launched so perhaps that moved on to be you know your next thing yeah it was it was pretty much like that because I remember moving and I, you know, spent this year creating this content for this blog. And when I moved, I started to think more about who do I want to be? You know, what's my career going to be? What, what am I passionate in? And I tried to think about what kind of content or side projects I could do that mixed well with that, if you know what I mean. And like having, having a cooking blog for me, like was a great hobby, uh, but it, it wasn't something that was like, working hard for me in terms of my you know growing an audience and that kind of stuff and who I wanted to be like I didn't want to be the the food blog girl you know what I mean Uh, so I started you know it was a good practice like it was a good practice in terms of seeing if I could you know commit to to creating content and publishing content and having this kind of routine of, of doing that and what it could be like to to have something to look after and and maintain as a side project and so I remember then moving to Amsterdam and thinking okay well how can I do that but for like design or freelancing or or my career and what I want to do and I want to be and that's kind of how the birth of you know my my personal blog and the apartment and also the podcast came about because I was I felt I was ready to sort of take the next step and, and create something that was a bit more serious. Yeah that makes total sense. I feel like I've had many blogs that I've started and stopped over the years. Well, technically, they were mostly on my Tumblr that uh-huh. I would start this series and be like, okay, I'm going to do this thing where every day I post a song and then I write a little thing about, you know, why it's important. Uh, or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. And yeah, I 
think the longest I probably ever lasted was like two weeks with one of those things. I just, I am not good with committing to daily things or even weekly sometimes. I don't know, regular things for me are difficult. It's like adding a thing to my schedule. I think the only regular thing that I managed to start and then never stop so far has been YouTube. And I suppose this podcast as well, but I don't really count it because it's like a partnership between both of us. And so it's not all down to me. Yeah. I'm sure if it was just me running this podcast, it would have already ended because that's just the kind of person that I am. So that's why I'm really glad to have you here, Fem. But yeah, YouTube was the first side project for me that really stuck. And, you know, I felt passion to keep going with everything else. I would start and like be really excited about it and the passion would die pretty quickly. So that's why a lot of my very early side projects stopped. And I think that's kind of what's happening with my t-shirt company. Like the passion for it being its own brand is, has dwindled a lot. Like I'm not so interested in that anymore. I used to think like, oh man, one day I'm going to have like an LNK store and it's going to be like a physical shop people can come into or like Mm -hmm. I'm going to get into wholesale and people are going to stock my brand in like their little boutiques and things like that. And that was like the direction I saw it going in. And then I lost interest in in that side of things. And so, you know, things things are winding down there. And I'm more interested in, I suppose, making products connected to my personal brand in a way. Um, so I wouldn't say that one stopped or sunset. It's more like it's switching up and becoming something different, which I think is another way that side projects can change and evolve. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think especially when you're sort of just starting out with a side project, like it sounds like you were starting out with, you know, on Tumblr, these sort of song things. And I know a lot of people start side projects by doing something like the 100 day project or something like that like I think that's a good way to sort of challenge yourself to see if you can commit to something right and see if you can show up and I think it's it's totally natural to explore and experiment and play a little bit in in the early days of sort of you know your side project career I guess you could say to to kind of see what sticks and see what you can commit to and what feels right so yeah, I, I think that totally, totally makes sense. I also re- just remembered that I had another like, I wouldn't really call it a side project, but it's something that I did for a while and then randomly stopped again. I, I seem to just like randomly stop things without like actually thinking things through, which again, I think is just a sign that maybe it was just time to move on or, or go to something new. You know, maybe I lost interest or my goal changed or something like that. But I used to like last year or even at the start of this year still, I think I still did it as I created these playlists on SoundCloud and I created them like every, like twice a month or something. I create one and I'd include it in my newsletter and share it out. And I naturally, again, just stopped doing it. And then I think I realized like, why was I ever doing that? You know, what, what was the point in that? I think I realized that I was just doing that to create content for no particular Hmm. reason or or no particular use like I it was I realized that I was just doing it to fill up like you know things to like give people like oh it could just be another thing I could share and so I realized that like it wasn't really purposeful it wasn't really helping me achieve anything it didn't really align with anything I was doing it was just another random piece of content that didn't really make sense or fit in within my realm of side projects so yeah that's another one that I just remembered that I randomly kind of stopped but 
once I did stop, I kind of realized that, no, maybe it was actually a conscious decision, but I didn't, I just didn't realize it at the time. It was a subconscious decision. A subconscious decision. That's a better way to say it. I think it's perfectly okay to make content that doesn't serve a certain purpose or whatever, but what was missing, it sounds like in your case, was the passion side of it. You know, right, yeah. if if something isn't aligning with your goal and, you know, helping you move in a certain direction, the only reason you should be doing it is because you freaking love it, you know, and, and you just want to be doing it. It's just a thing you want to be doing. And it sounds like that your playlists weren't for you. And so that's probably why they ended up stopping. Okay. And speaking of passion, there's another side project that I planned to do but I never did it so in a way like it wasn't sunsetted but it just never took off in the first place have you ever had that kind of side project as well yes I would say that I have many more ideas and like (laughs) half plans for side projects than I do side projects and I have a lot of side projects that I've started over the years so that gives you an idea (laughs) yeah it's like a your graveyard of like side project ideas that you tried to take off but but never quite did sadly yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so so one that comes to mind for me is, I, I guess, no, maybe not two years ago. It must be about a year ago now. Uh, I wanted to create a magazine. And so over the last couple of years, I've been interviewing creative people and I've got it as a publication on Medium. And I kind of had this idea, oh, wouldn't it be cool if I curated these and and created a physical magazine that I could then sell online and I started researching you know I went to a paper supplier to talk about paper and I started researching printers and I started you know curating the content and things like that and I kind of realized that my heart wasn't really in it and and again I think what I was doing was just creating another piece of content to have content, like for the sake of content. You know, I, I realized that I just wanted to have something that I could sell and something that I could put my name on and, and something physical and tangible to be like, look, I made this thing, you know, as a digital designer, a lot of my stuff is, is digital. And so I was kind of curious about exploring doing something physical and something, you know, in print uh, so that's kind of like what inspired me to do it. But then I kind of got to the point where, yeah, I realized that I was just doing it for the sake of it. And there was no real like strategy or, or love behind the project. And I also started getting worried. And, and I don't know if this is irrational or, or rational, but I started to worry about, oh, what if people are going to start thinking I'm a magazine designer or like people are going to put me in the print designer box, which is a box that I don't want to be in. Or, or what if people are going to expect that I'm going to sell more of them? Or what if I don't sell any, or like, it just didn't feel like it really aligned with my long-term goals or my long-term vision or who I wanted to be. And so I kind of got to this point where I was like, well, maybe maybe I, this isn't right for me. And it kind of happened, you know, where I realized that I wasn't spending as much time on it anymore. And it kind of, you know, naturally again was one of those side projects that I started to spend less and less time on. And that's when I kind of realized like, oh, maybe my heart isn't in this because if it was, I would, you know, really be driving this forward, but I wasn't. So yeah, that one kind of, I, I again, like I still think I learned a lot from it and I still don't think it was a bad idea. I think it would have been really nice. But at the time, I just realized, like, maybe this isn't the best thing that I should focus my time and energy on. So I think with your magazine, all of your fears are 
wait, what's the word for that? They're not worth fearing. Like no one would think you're a print designer just because you put out one magazine. No one would expect that you were going to make a series and, and all that. Like, I feel like that's you looking for excuses to stop it. Mm. When the real reason was that you were super passionate about it to start with. And I know you were because I could hear the way you talked about it. You know, you were really excited about this idea, but the passion wore off. Maybe when it, you did the research and realized how much work it was going to be to get this thing done and your passion just wasn't yeah. quite up to the level of like effort that it would have taken to do this thing. You know, you're probably right. And I probably just don't want to admit that. If you know what I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. and, and I'm and I'm coming to admit it now. Like, I I think you are right, but I think at the time I didn't want to admit that because I would have felt like I was failing, you know. Yeah, and it's not failing though, right? Like, it's you being passionate about an idea, exploring the possibilities of it, and researching it how mm-hmm. it could, you could make it happen, and then kind of figuring out that this is more effort than you wanted to put into a side project. Yeah, and so it's totally okay that you stopped it. I feel like I have one similar to this, kind of, in that my uh, alternative album art series that I started, and I say series, but I only ever did two, and then like half of the third. <laughs> this is a, a common thing for me. I you get to the publish, third one and then I stop. Yeah, you should publish the half one. I want to see it. <laughs> oh, no, it is it is barely even worth looking at, <laughs> let me tell you. Um, but I'm su- still pretty, like, I love this idea, and I still think it's really cool, and I enjoyed doing it. But the thing was, there was other things that I enjoyed putting my effort towards more. And so that's why that side project hasn't gone anywhere. And it's again, it's probably the idea that I said I wanted to do it monthly that really shot myself in the foot there. I should never like say a time frame and things like that because it's basically setting myself up to fail just because of the kind of person I am. But I, I like to think of that as a side project that's an idea that's still hanging out there in the back of my head, paused for a later day when I decide that I've done the other things I wanted to do before that and I can pick it back up again. Yeah, I'm starting to realize or getting to this point where I'm finding like, okay, this is hard to explain, but I I guess in the past I've been quite strict or, or quite a believer of setting, like being consistent, you know, like, oh, every Monday I'm going to do this thing or whatever. Uh, and like like with your album art, you know, you committed to doing it monthly and things like that. You know, like there there is definitely benefits to having that sort of, you know, content schedule and, and output. But I'm in this moment now where I'm coming to realize that maybe it's better for me to not give myself that. In a way, it's a constraint for me. And I'm kind of considering like what would happen if I didn't commit to some kind of you know content publishing schedule and instead gave, gave myself the freedom to you know publish when when it feels right or when I have something really good to say and obviously there's you know uh what's the word like you know hesitations in doing that because what if I have nothing to say for a month and then I'm silent for a whole month and I'm hoping that wouldn't happen uh but that's something I'm kind of toying with at the moment with my newsletter, which I've been pretty strict on being once a week. But I, I'm coming to realize more and more that, I don't know, I just have this craving to explore, like, what if I took away that that um, pressure to, to be so consistent every week and let myself explore a little bit more? Because I'm kind of scared that one day 
the the pressure of having to be so consistent and do it every week is going to scare me off and I'll just stop doing it. Like with your album art, maybe maybe if you hadn't made that such a like monthly commitment and instead let it be a little bit more free, maybe, I don't know, maybe not, but maybe you would have found yourself, like you might still be doing it now, you know? So I have a few things to say to this. I think Go this on. is a good conversation. Go on. Firstly, the... The reason that I think it wouldn't have worked, even if I hadn't said it monthly, is because I have so many regular things that I commit to that there just wouldn't have been time. So me mm. putting a time frame on it was kind of intended to be like, no, this is the thing I have to put out, so I'm going to make time for it, you know, and that didn't turn out. I think what really happened is that I just had too many side projects. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you don't There was just too much going on. <laughs> but I like the idea of you taking away that monthly con- or weekly constraint with your writing and your newsletter and writing when you feel like it. I I feel like a lot of the writing that I love and read online is not published on a weekly schedule or, you know, I don't read it every single week. It's more like when there's something special about it that I will then click into it. I think there's something about being known for someone who puts like, oh, when Fembika puts out an article, like, you know, you know she's been thinking about this and like it's it's been time to put out an article. I mean, I don't know. It, it could have the effect that that pressure taking off ends up that you don't work on it. You know, that's always mm-hmm. a risk. It's always a risk, yeah. But yeah, could have the opposite effect that it re- is really inspiring and that you feel a bit more freedom with it. So it's probably worth exploring. Yeah, I, I'm considering exploring it. And, and I think I would give that as advice too to those listening who maybe you have a side project that you're considering sunsetting for reasons that are not related to to passion or goal, but maybe you're just struggling with, you know, keeping up with the schedule that you set for yourself or or being consistent with it. You know, maybe instead of thinking, oh, I'm just going to quit because I I can't possibly continue showing up every Tuesday or whatever, uh, you know, try taking that, that, that barrier away, that time constraint away and see if you can continue doing it or if it like reignites your passion for it or something like that. I don't know just an idea I feel like I've kind of done that with my vlogs lately so I mm. uh, I've put out like two vlogs in the past two months something like that <laughs> which is for me normally putting them out every Tuesday right that's kind of weird yeah but I, I don't know I wasn't feeling passionate about vlogging and or about editing the vlog and so I did make one simple as that I want fair I only want to make content when I really you know like what I'm putting out and that's that's totally valid. I think that's that's great. Should we bring in some comments from some of our listeners about their side projects and why they've sunset them? Because we yeah. have a lot. We do have a lot. The first one that I think I'll bring in because it's pretty relevant to what we we're just talking about is Hannah said that she likes to think that most of her projects she's stopped in quote marks are rather just paused because other things took over or she needed a new spark of motivation. And I agree. I like to think that about a lot of my side projects. There's some that I'm definitely not interested in picking back up again, but there's a lot that I still love the idea of and definitely want to go back to someday. So they're on a someday list, you know? Yeah. I remember, I'm I'm guessing this is one for you. Last year you were very close to launching that online workshop that you were going to do. Was it a branding workshop? I can't remember. It was going to be a t-shirt design workshop. And no, that's actually not one of the things that I'm particularly interested in doing anymore. Maybe that'll pick back up one day, but I've switched my focus to more being about designing for the digital realm, you know, designing websites. 
Oh, yes. And I'm very excited about your digital products that you're going to do. And I'm pretty sure in in the episode that you had with Nathan, that was the first time that I heard that you're thinking about creating a font, which is super exciting. Oh, really? I, it was an idea that I had um, back in summer, I think, when this font making course popped up. But I was super disappointed because registrations were only open for a week. Oh, and that's didn't right. say that on the website. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, remember yeah. the situation now? Yes. Yeah. So... When registrations opened again, um, I think it was while I was on my company retreat back in August, I was like, yes, I'm buying this course now. So I've not started it yet, but yeah, that's what I'm going to work through. Anyway, we got off on a tangent there. <laughs> that's what happens on this podcast. Sorry. <laughs> Let's go back back to our listeners' comments. What one shall I read next? Um, Michael had something wise to say about when to sunset a project he said for me I think it's when you know there's nothing new to add or remove and you feel comfortable with what you learned there I like it nice and simple like the side project served its purpose and it's time to move on yeah I and I think it's like what he says at the end like you feel comfortable with what you've learned I think that's a nice way to think about it as well like well you know I learned all these things and they really benefited me or I can take those learnings to do something else. So, you know, you always walk away with something. You, know, you never walk away with nothing. Exactly. Sam Jarman said something similar. He said, you sunset a project when you've got what you wanted from it. You learned a thing, you got enough hype, you, you know, got the, it got you to the next step in X, whatever it is that you're trying to work on. And then he says, purpose achieved, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Love that enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Eric agreed with him and said that, Sometimes, though, projects just don't work out and you have to switch things up. And in that case, it's more of a gut check that you'll know within yourself mm. that it's time to switch things up with your side project. There won't be a box you can tick to be like, well, I learned this time to move on. Sometimes things don't work out yeah. and then you've got to decide what to do about it. And I think there's definitely no shame in stopping a side project if you're not getting anything from it or if it's just not working out for you. You know, you will know within yourself because it is a passion project, side project, you know, you'll know if it's time to stop it or if there's something that you can do about it to move on. And there's no shame in that, right? I think sometimes we can get caught up in feeling shame for for stopping something, but I don't think there's any shame in it. Like I, I agree with Eric, you know, if it's just not working out, then try and switch it up, try and do something different with it or, or change it or morph it into something else that, that you can benefit from. Derek says that the overarching reason that he stopped most side projects, you know, that have been sunset for him is that there's usually a hump that is hard to get over and that if he, you know, can't push past it, it's really difficult to keep on going. And I think this hump is the, almost the stage you might've hit with your magazine. You know, you did the research mm. of the researching printers and like what kind of content. I remember you sent out a survey and like, you know, seeing what people would want from it. And I'm guessing the next stage then was to get organizing content and designing. Yeah. And yep. that's a, you know, big thing to dive into. And so sometimes it's at that, that turning point that we realize if we want to keep doing this or not. And I think you need passion to help you push through that. Yeah, it's like the point in the project where you get to the grunt work, like, okay, now I'm really going to have to like put all the effort in and really, you know, do the work to, to get this thing off the ground. And I, I admit, I think that's a common place for people to, to stop and, and decide not to not to continue because you're suddenly faced with the reality of, okay, now I have to do the work and this is how much the work is going to be. And yeah, sometimes that is the right place to decide not to continue. 
Yep. And because it's your own project, you, you're allowed to decide that if you want to. Yep. You're in charge. I like what Cheryl said about stopping because it's quite a unique position on this, I think. She said she quit her old blog because she lost interest in the subject matter, but also became more focused on making money from it than making content. And she says, that's when I knew it was dead. So when the motivations changed, I suppose, with the side project. And you know us, there's no shame in making money from a side project. Nope. In fact, our last episode was all about that topic. It in was, fact. exactly. But yeah, you need to know what your goals are and what you want to get out of your side project, what you want it to be. And making money is generally not a great reason for doing something. It's really hard to be passionate about that, I think. I think it's also worth bringing in uh, what what Paul said. And he says, you know, I, I generally stop due to a mixture of time constraints slash having enough money to support ourselves whilst working on the project, including client work and life, which just takes priority and projects just, you know, start to gather dust. And I think this is worth bringing up because it it does happen sometimes that, you know, it's we have to stop something not necessarily because we want to, but we just, you know, can't afford to do it anymore, whether that affordance is, you know, financially or time or, you know, you've got other priorities in your life right now. And, you know, those things can happen. And sometimes that is unfortunately the time where you just have to put that project on pause and focus on things that, that need more priority in your life. But, you know, like, like I said, I think you can take this as, you know, just put it on pause. It doesn't mean it's gone away forever. You know, maybe you can pick it back up later on when things have settled down a bit, or maybe you're in a bit of a better position to continue doing it. So, you know, like you don't need to think of it as, oh, it's sunsetted. It's, I'm never going to do it again. It's, it's gone forever. Yeah, totally. It's always going to be your idea that you can pick up and keep going with. I think actually thinking about this, about priorities in life, I've started trying to take better care of my health lately. I've been mm-hmm. trying to go to the gym daily when I'm not ill. Wow, you know? go you, girl. <laughs> well, I mean, it's only two minutes from my house and I don't have a commute, so there's really no <laughs> excuse. But, you know, when I first started working from home, I was like, cool, I've got all this extra time that I can use for more side projects. But I've been using that time instead for yeah, taking care of myself, going to the gym instead just because I think that is better for me in the long run, even though I'd probably rather be doing side projects most days. And some days, you know what? I do. But yeah, <laughs> my priority is is trying to take care of my health. Yeah. And, and I think that's really good. And no one's going to judge you for that. You know, like no one's going to be like, oh, Charlie's like n- no longer committed side project addict because she goes to the gym now instead of working on her <laughs> YouTube channel. You know, I feel like some- sometimes we can think that, that, that people are going to think that. Like I, I still struggle with that sometimes. You know, when I take downtime, I feel that guilt of like, oh, I should be doing side projects. It's what I preach and what I love. You know, you kind of have this guilty feeling when you're not doing the thing that you preach about so much um but yeah i think that prioritizing your health is fantastic and something that i really need to do more of and even when people do you know respond when you miss a week or whatever this has been happening with my vlogs people have definitely been noticing that uh i've not been uploading and you know tweeting me being like i miss your vlogs or writing in comments on other videos which is really nice that they liked my content that much um but then when i put up this video the most recent one explaining why I hadn't put vlogs out and up and then just feeling overwhelmed and, you know, kind of unmotivated at the moment and only want to put content up when I love it. 
people have been like, oh, I'm so sorry for like, you know, hounding you for your blogs. (laughs) And I was like, don't worry about it. Like, it was nice. Yeah. So yeah, people understand when when you explain Mm -hmm. too. Yeah, that's true. Let's end with what Hannah says. She says, I think over time, sometimes the relevance and passion drains from the project. And then it feels more like a drain than, you know, something you enjoy doing. And that's when I stop. And that sounds really smart to me because I don't think we should waste time on side projects that we're not enjoying the journey of. Yes, we're going to hit hard parts. You know, they're going to be hard to push through and we're not going to love it every single day that, you know, I don't wake up every single week and be like, yay, I can't wait to make a video and edit, (laughs) you know, but there's always something I want to say. And so I push through the parts that I don't enjoy to get the parts that I do enjoy, which is, you know, communicating with people. So as long as there's always something about it you love, I think it's worth pushing through. And if there's not anymore, it's worth looking at at sunsetting it. Yeah, I think that's great. Like last piece of advice to end on. And and I agree, like a side project should not be a chore, right? Like it's a passion project. It's something that you should be passionate about and excited about showing up for and working on. So yeah, if it does become this thing that you, you dread or that your heart's not really in it, then I think it's time to reconsider why you're doing this and what the goal is of the project and how important that is to you. And guess what? I'm sure you have a million other ideas you can pick up and start working on <laughs> exactly. as well. Because that's, that's how our brains tend to work, isn't it? Yep. Well, Femme. Good episode, I think. Where should people go to find more episodes like this? You can head to designlife.fm. That is our website on the World Wide Web. And you'll find all past 98 episodes. So there is a lot of content to listen to if you're going on a long road trip. Don't worry, we got you covered. Yes, we do. You can also follow us on Twitter. We are at designlife.fm on there. And we love hearing your thoughts on the topics that we talk about. So, yeah, follow us and tweet us when we ask questions catch you next week on episode 99 boop boop see you then bye bye